Alright guys, welcome back to Season 1, Episode 8 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to do this podcast on Friday. I was in a good mood, I was in a good state of mind, I was in Clearwater, Florida. I did the podcast, it was a great podcast. Turns out the producer, you guys know him, Fafa Fui, Sean, he tells me that there was a buzzing sound and it's just not, we cannot air it. Okay, so that's why the podcast is late. It's now Monday. It's 4.30 p.m. I just drove four and a half hours across the state of Florida. My mental state is not well. My physical state is not well. I'm pretty much not in a, in a good spot right now. Mentally, physically, emotionally. I'm really just going through it. Okay? People want people want this podcast. So I, you know, who am I? Who am I to not give you the podcast? Someone has to cheer you guys up. Real quick, guys, we got to get into something very sad, very depressing. You know, I got some word today that someone I went to high school with had killed themselves. And I just got to tell people out there if you're listening, I don't think life's getting better. I think it's getting worse. I think it's going to continually get worse. If you're still here, you're still listening. Hang on, baby. Hang on. Okay, and if anyone ever needs to talk to anybody, you call me. Okay, if you're thinking about killing yourself, you call me. Let me tell you about like five minutes of my life story, and you'll probably say, you know what? You know what? Things aren't that bad. At least I'm not that guy. Okay, so we're gonna laugh at our uh, depression, and we're just gonna power through this episode. Let's uh, saddle up and get ready for episode eight of Soaring Eyes and Crushing Lows. Okay. So if anyone's watching March Madness, I'm getting crushed. I lost every game. I I can't pick a goddamn winner. Florida Atlantic University is now in the Final Four. Florida Atlantic. Who? That's what I say. Who? When I flew home for uh, Thanksgiving last year, FAU was on the... They were flying JetBlue to Philadelphia to play Drexel, okay? Anyone flying commercial doesn't belong in the Final Four. Shame on you. Shame on you, Tennessee. Shame on you, Duke. Shame on you, every single fucking big-name school that I lost money on. What's going on? What are you spending your money on, okay? You're getting these schmucks to come to your school and they can't cover two and a half? It's very frustrating. Uh, March Madness recap, I lost everything. And uh, episode eight is going to be about the time I spent as a school teacher in Philadelphia. I was a substitute school teacher. Man, I'll tell you what, I've had every single job there is. Every job there is, I've had, okay? I hate them all. I hate every. I hate my job now. I hate everything. I just. I, I hope this podcast works out. The school teaching stories are absolutely preposterous. I mean, the fact that this actually happened to me still shocks me. Now, this was about 2018, I want to say, and I was bartending full time, making a pretty nice living. However, if you know my mother, Smellinor, as they, as my neighbor once called her, play on words, her name's Eleanor, she called her Smellinor, pretty funny stuff if you ask me. Bartending isn't a real job, so you have to get a real job, this is what Eleanor tells me. So I get a job as a school te- substitute school teacher, and uh, first day on that job, there seems to be a theme here. The first days of work for me don't really go that well. The worst thing that could possibly happen seems to happen. I don't know what's going on with that. My first day on this job, okay, they send me to West Philadelphia. And you walk into the school and they say, oh, hello, I'm, I'm Mr. Hen- I'm Hennessy. I'm here to substitute teach. And they say, okay, you're going to be in kindergarten. Okay, this is my first day as a, kinder- as a substitute teacher. I didn't sign up to be a kindergarten teacher. So I walk in the room. There's like 16 five-year-old kids, okay? What the fuck am I going to do? with these kids. It's chaos, okay? 
they're screaming and yelling. So finally, they, 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 the kids tell me, eh, well, well, usually we read a book. So I had to read a book. I'm sitting Indian style reading this book. First kid gets up. He's, he's got to go to the bathroom. Okay, he comes out of the bathroom, pants down, cock and balls out. I, what? I'm stunned. I'm like, no, 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 no. Put your pants up. You got to put your pants up. What are you doing? What do I do? I leave the room. Okay. I go to the teacher next door. I'm like, excuse me. I don't know what's going on here. I was never formally trained. Am I to put, am I wiping asses today? I don't feel comfortable. This is making me extremely uncomfortable. What is the situation? What do you do? So she was nice enough. She's laughing. She comes in and uh, pulls the young man's drawers up and she tells me, listen, you know, they need help going to the bathroom. Help them. I'm like, how? I don't know about this, okay? This is this seems a little uh, inappropriate. I don't think I should be pulling pants up. I'm just here to collect money. When I got this job as a substitute teacher, okay, here's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to go in, drink my 24-ounce Dunky cream and sugar coffee, and read the Enquirer. That's what I thought. First day, I'm pulling up pants. I didn't sign up for this shit. So that happens, and she, uh, you know, she helps me out. Now, like 10 minutes go by, we're still trying to read the goddamn book. I think I was reading Amelia Bedelia. You guys familiar with Amelia Bedelia? Ah, she was a real character. Amelia Bedelia, she was always into some sort of antics. Okay, reading the kids the book. Next thing you know, bring, bring, fucking fire alarm, okay? Nobody in the administrative building told me there was going to be a fire drill. Okay, in my head, in my mind, this is a real fire. I'm losing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Everyone get in line, get in line, get in line. I'm freaking out, okay? The teacher who helped me with the kids' pants situation, she tells me, it's a drill, it's a drill. Hey, school district, maybe when the substitute comes in and you send him the, the gulags of the kindergarten, maybe you can tell him, Hey, there's a fire drill at 10.30, okay? So the, there's kids walking around with their cocking balls out, and we got a fire drill. Unbeknownst to me, it's a fire drill. I thought it was a real fire. I'm talking chaos was my first day. And uh, that, that was my first day as a substitute teacher, okay? Did not go well. The next day, they sent me to Frankfurt High School. Ooh. I walk into Frankfurt High School. I got the 12th grade kid, uh, 12th grade English class. And I walk in, and they just, they could not have any less respect for me. Okay, I was like, hey, guys, I'm... I'm, I'm Mr. Hennessy. Hey, yo, Hennessy. Hennessy, man, fucking let. Yo, yo, look at him. He dressed like Mr. Rogers. Hey, yo, look, it's Mr. Rogers. They were calling me Mr. Rogers because the outfit that I chose to wear to be a substitute teacher. And you got to ask yourself, you know, what do you wear? I wore a sweater and brown dockers. I looked exactly like Mr. Rogers. So that was pretty funny. The kid was, hey, yo, it's Mr. Rogers. Hey, yo, Mr. Rogers, go fuck yourself, Mr. Rogers. So they had their fun with me. You know, I hate teenagers. Teenagers are, in my opinion, the worst people on planet. And when I was a teenager, I had the same sentiment. I did not like these people. I don't understand them. They're mean. They're irrational. And they're aggressive. I don't like teenagers. They fucking suck. In fact, if any teenagers are listening, fuck you. These teenagers need to get beat up again, okay? What happened? Is anyone beating their kids anymore? I think that's what needs to happen in society. Okay, one time I went egging houses and my dad found out about it. He beat the shit out of me. So I think what you need to do, guys, is if you got a kid that's acting out, you really just got to beat the shit out of them. Is anyone afraid of teenagers? I f they're not tough. You know, you want to fight me? I'll fight any teenager. I'm a 32-year-old man, okay? Life has put me through the ringer. I'm certainly not going to let some 14-year-old talk shit to me but when you're a substitute teacher you kind of got no choice you got to get abused that's part of the job so that nobody listened to me i mean i think a lot of the people in that class had to drop their kids off 
what a, what a school district we have there in Philadelphia, huh? So that was not a good day. I got bullied. I left there. I said, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this? I had I had to make that ninety three dollars a day. That's what a school that's what a substitute school teacher makes. Ninety three dollars a day to get abused, to get humiliated, to have your dignity ripped away from you. You will get ninety three dollars a day. So the worst was I go to another school now in North Philadelphia, and it's a fourth grade class. And uh, I walk in, they see me. I mean, these people are salivating like a Pavlov dog. They see a substitute teacher, it's party time. It's go time. Fuck this guy. Fuck Mr. Rogers. Let's torture him. That's pretty much what happens. I walk in, I cannot get control of this class. I'm trying everything. Guys, 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 guys. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, it's nothing. Nobody is listening to me, okay? I even try to walk over to the to the light switch and try to turn the lights out. You know, teachers used to do that back in the day. They turn the lights off. Things get quiet. Uh, it didn't work. I mean, it was total chaos. These kids had zero respect for me. Here I am, 28 years old, getting bullied by 12-year-olds. Okay, this is just humiliating and the whole time I'm asking myself what happened to the idea that I had I'm going to come in here drink a 24 ounce Dunkin Donuts coffee read the Enquirer and get this $93 it was stress from the moment I walked in to the moment I left total chaos really horrible stuff yeah this was this was uh, fourth grade so fourth grade was out of control nobody was listening to me the real problem I had though was in the eighth grade the next day I get sent to an eighth grade class and I'm, I'm sitting there guys I'm Mr. Hennessy Hennessy motherfucker like drink shit Hennessy motherfucker I'm like yes my name is Hennessy nobody's listening to me some of the girls in the class by the way teenage girls are way scarier than teenage boys some of the girls in the class were talking about their sexual escapades okay I'm a 28 year old man there's 14-year-olds in the class talking about sex, okay? What do you do? What do you do? Okay, I said, yo, 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 guys, come on. You, seriously, you cannot stop. Come on, you can't talk about that. Seriously, stop. The girl said to me, what, you a virgin? Motherfucker's a virgin. I'm pussy-ass substitute teacher, virgin, Mr. Rogers. She didn't call me Mr. Rogers, but she did imply that I was a virgin, okay? So the, the whole class was calling me a virgin. 28 years old, just trying to... Just trying to make a few dollars here, and now I have 12-year-olds calling me a virgin. By the way, I'm not a virgin, okay? I may not have had sex yet in 2023, but it's going to happen eventually. Certainly not a virgin, okay? Stupid-ass teenager. So they bullied me the entire day. I mean, I really start to question yourself. What is my life? I'm getting picked on by 12-year-olds. Like I said earlier, it's one thing to get picked on when you're 12-year-olds. When you're 12, to get picked on by a 12-year-old. Mm. That's a shame. That shouldn't happen to anybody. It's another story, though, when you're 28 years old, getting bullied by 12-year-olds. The level of shame, I just can't even express to you. But people want to know, hey, Frank, you're telling us these stories. We don't care. How did you get fired from being a substitute school teacher? And that story's coming up right now. The next day, I get sent back to a substitute, another eighth grade class, and these kids are insane, okay? I walked in, there was a fist fight. A fist fight's breaking out. I mean, these kids are like Muhammad Ali. They're throwing lefts, they're throwing rights, they're throwing uppercuts, they're hit, connecting. There's blood all over the floor. The number one rule was, when I got this job, and by the way, to be a substitute school teacher in Philadelphia, you don't need any credentials at all, just a college degree. And actually, you know, you're teaching civics. But uh, this fight broke out, and man, it was nasty. I mean, it was really, the kid was bleeding everywhere. And the one rule they tell you is, do not put a finger, do not touch 
any student. Okay, so that's the rule. So what am I? I'm like, yo, 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 yo. I feel like I'm Don King. These guys are beating the shit out of each other. I just got to sit there and watch it. I just don't know what to explain to you guys. I felt like I was a warden. This fight was going on. They're filming it. They're having a great time. Now, the one rule was that I got for this classroom was, hey, do not let them touch the computers. And all the computers are hanging up on the wall. And there's like 25 computers. So I tell them, guys, you cannot have the computers today. Please, please, for the love of God, would you just do the goddamn worksheet? Text on your phone. Smoke a cigarette. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Just please don't touch the laptops. That's the only instructions I was given today. Of course, the only thing they want to do is get the laptops. I'm protecting these laptops, okay, you know, like a gladiator. Okay, I'm defending the wall of laptops. And they want these fucking laptops. They're, they're going to get to them. So as I'm uh, trying to defend the wall, my foot gets tangled up. I fall backwards. All the laptops fall on top of me. Okay? Now, every cell phone in the goddamn classroom is out. They're filming. Hey, yo, look at that teacher, motherfucker. Ah, teacher, look at the motherfucking shit. They're laughing at me. They're hissing at me. They're insulting me. I'm in pain, by the way. I just fell. I just had 20 laptops fall on my face, okay? I'm not in a great spot. I'm down on the ground. I'm getting filmed. I'm getting humiliated. So I, uh, you know, I stand up. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, you motherfuckers. Fuck you. Fuck you! I start yelling at the kids. And by the way, should you curse at kids? No. But they pushed me to a point of no return. Okay, there's no coming back from this. I just fell down. I'm all over probably all their social medias. They're laughing. Look at Mr. Rogers. He just fell. He's in pain. Ha ha. I had to like do the rest of the day teaching this fucking class. I don't want to be there. They're making fun of me. I'm getting bullied. Now the day's over. I'm leaving. I'm getting into my ninth. My 2003 Honda Accord. Missing hubcats. Droop roof. I had a droop roof in the car, okay? I'm dry. I have to get gas. So now I'm at like Broad. I want to say I'm at Broad in Lehigh. A little south of Temple University's campus. Right there on Broad Street. And I'm getting gas. Now here comes, here comes the Neanderthals from the class. These, two, these three kids, right? And they see me pumping gas and they start going, Hey yo, teacher, that car's busted. Look at that Broke ass bitch, you a teacher? You ain't got no money? Look at that fucking car. Hey, you got no fucking hubcat. Broke ass bitch. So, um, okay guys, you know, can you leave me alone? Alright, I'm 28 years old. I'm making $93 a day. Do you really think that I need to get picked on by you assholes? Do I really need this? No, I don't. Please leave me alone. I'm saying nothing, by the way. And they're just, they're just harassing me. I mean, they're harassing me. And they come over to the car and they start kicking the tires. Yo, look at this busted ass car. Yeah, you ain't got no fucking hubcat. Broke ass bitch. Substitute teacher, Mr. Rogers, motherfucker. So, uh, you know, they're insulting me. And uh, I said something that I guess had racial undertones. I'm not sure that I said it to be racist. I think I said it as a defense mechanism to get away from these kids who didn't really seem to want to leave me alone. What I said to them was, I said, you know what, guys? I'll see you on the 6 o'clock news. I'll see you on the news. And I drove away. I went to Harrington's. I had 13 Miller Lights. I had 12 Blackberries. I tried to forget my pain. The pain of being bullied by 12-year-olds. I had to go drown at Harrington's. I go home. Uh, 9 o'clock at night. I go to bed. I come back to work the next day. By the way, I came back after getting tortured. After being bullied. I showed back up. That just shows my work ethic. So I showed back up at the school. And uh, I walk into the... Uh, the administrative room there and there's the two kids let's call them for lack of a better word Adam and Steve we'll go back to that those names 
Adam and Steve are sitting there, and with them is their 300-pound behemoth grandmothers or aunties. And they start in right away. There he is! Racist teacher! Racist! I said, Ra- what are you t- racist? What do you mean? what you say to my babies? B- your babies? Your babies were smoking blunts, calling me a Mr. Rogers-looking motherfucker. Okay, and fourteen-year-olds like he's—he's fourteen. He's smoking weed. He's got muscles. He's got tattoos. Is this really a baby? At what point do we cut off my baby? This is not your baby. This is a menace to society, and he's torturing a poor teacher, i.e., me. So uh, the teacher says, uh, the the dean says, "Did you say this? Did you say that you would see them on the six o'clock news?" I said, "Yes. I said I would see them on the six o'clock news because they were bullying me." Picking on me, kicking my car, call me a broke ass motherfucker, call me a bitch, call me a pussy. What am I? What am I supposed to do? Do I? Do, I yes, guys, I know I'm a broke ass bitch. Yes, I know I'm a pussy. Yes, I know I'm driving a 2004 Honda Accord. Yes, I'm a loser. Is that? I don't understand what a substitute teacher is supposed to do. Are we just supposed to get tortured? Are we just? Uh, whatever. You might not think it, but. Substitute teachers are human beings, okay? We have feelings, and we don't want to be substitute teachers. Do you think I woke up in the morning, oh, you know what I want to do today? Go get bullied by little kids for $93 a day. Fuck you. I don't want to be here. The same thing with Lyft drivers and Uber drivers. Like, I told an Uber driver this weekend, I'm like, do you really think that your Uber driver or Lyft driver wants to be doing that? You know, I don't know if you've ever been to a kindergarten's graduation ceremony, but rarely do you hear a kindergarten go, when I grow up, I want to be an Uber driver and get picked on by drunk assholes. No. We're there driving Uber and substitute teaching because our dreams have been crushed. Our life is in turmoil. We need money. We need a job. We don't want to be here. Please, just leave us alone, okay? Let us make a couple bucks, pay our bills, and go home and cry. That's what we want to do, but, you know, substitute teachers, Uber drivers, we're constantly picked on. So I had to resign. I had to say, uh, yes, I did say that. I apologize if, if anyone took it in a, a racist way. That was not my intentions. Quite frankly, I was scared. Okay, I'm at Broad and Lehigh pumping gas, and Adam and Steve, who f- for my, uh, could be members of gangs, they have neck tattoos, they're 14, they're messing with me. I was scared. I would say, I, I did say that I would see them on the news. And I had to resign. So that was my, uh, those are my stories as a Philadelphia substitute school teacher there's one more story that I forgot though this is kind of a bonus feature the one day I was in uh, I was subbing for the music teacher and there's I think they're like in third grade okay so the, the my instructions were do not let them touch the music the instruments at all they cannot touch the instruments under any circumstances they cannot touch the instruments so the kids are in the classroom they're doing whatever you know smoking cigarettes texting, video, watching. I don't know what they're doing. They're out of their minds. I don't give a fuck. I'm there to drink my donkey and to read the Enquirer. That's what I'm there to do. These kids are like in like third or fourth grade and they're uh, coloring, doing the assignment. Things are going well. I'm like, oh, this is nice. In walks, out of the corner of my eye, this girl walks in. She was huge. She was a rhinoceros. She was behemoth. She was six foot tall in eighth grade. She was 300 pounds. She was grotesque. She was disgusting, okay? And she's got a cheesesteak. And this cheesesteak's dripping all over. I mean, it's just, it's a mess. 
And she walks over and sits at the piano. I'm like, hey, excuse me. Like, no, 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 you can't. Please don't touch the piano. She says nothing. She just looks at me with this grimacing look on her face with cheese dripping out of her mouth. She says nothing. Starts playing the piano. All the kids are going crazy, okay? They're all going nuts. Uh, this chick thinks she's goddamn Beethoven, okay? I got Beethoven, and she looks more like the dog Beethoven than the composer. But she's there. She's playing the, playing the uh, piano, and uh, I'm trying my best. I'm like, hey, listen, can you just, like, come on, cut me a break. Can you please cut me a break and just get out of here? I'm begging you. She won't stop. She's playing the piano. Bing, 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 bing. I'm like, come on, man, please. I'm begging you, stop. So finally I yelled this. I said, Jesus fucking Christ, get off the fucking piano, you motherfucker. Yes, that's what I said to a 14-year-old girl. Am I proud of it? No. Are you judging me? Oh, really? Then go try to be a substitute teacher. Go try and see if you don't lose your goddamn mind. Because I lost my mind, and then it's bad enough I'm getting picked on by children. Okay, then some girl, like a 24-year-old graduate student, she's, the te- she's their teacher. And by the way, Substitute teachers get no respect. Once the real teacher walks in the room, and I'm a 28-year-old man, I think I'm pretty strong, I'm six foot tall, I, I, I can handle my own. A 24-year-old girl has to walk in the classroom and the entire room gets silent. And they sit there with their hands folded. They don't know that they've just been terrorizing me. The school teachers, you know, they, they just think, oh, you're a substitute, you should be able to handle this. I can't handle this, okay? I'm getting bullied. So she pulls me out in the uh, in the hallway. It's bad enough, by the way, that I'm getting picked on by fucking fourth graders. Now I have to have some douchebag 24-year-old teacher say, you know, I heard that you cursed at the kids. Is that true? I said, honestly, I did. I apologize. I, I, just, I just lost. She said, no, you cannot curse at these children. You cannot curse at these children. I said, listen, Samantha, I'm getting tortured in there. Where the fuck are you? Where's the administration? What can I do? Can I get some demerits to hand out here? Can I give them detention? I'm being crucified by your angels. And she, uh, you should not curse at the kids. Yeah, really? Well, then you should get Big Bertha to get the fuck off the piano when the instructions were, don't touch the goddamn instruments. So, long story short... Uh, I don't know how this podcast is going. It's probably it probably has a lot of racial undertones. I'm probably going to get canceled. But I think it was a lot better on Friday. Didn't get recorded. Now it's Monday. I'm in a world of pain. Okay, I just did two bachelor parties back to back. They're starting to call me Cal Ripkin. I'm Cal Ripkin of bachelor parties. I don't miss them, but oh my god, is it taking a toll on me mentally? You know. And uh, last week, guys, I was. Uh, Started my new career as a dog sitter. I'm doing that on the side, and people say, "Frank, how are you? A, how are you a dog sitter? You hate dogs." Eh. False. I don't hate dogs. Okay. I hate dog people. We have to be very careful here. We have to be very, very careful. We're treading on light water here. There's dog people, and there's people who like dogs. I am a dog person. Okay. Dog people, I fucking hate them. I watched these dogs for five days, okay? Never once, not once did I bring them into Wawa. Not once did I bring them to the gym. Not once did I bring them on the airplane with me. Next time you're on a plane, guys, and someone walks in with a dog, here are your two questions. You have two questions. Are you blind? And when they say, no, I'm not blind. Your next response is, then why do you have that fucking dog? If you give me the excuse that this is your therapy dog, I'm going to scream. My head's going to explode. Okay? 
I have the worst anxiety in the country. Okay, anyone that wants to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with me on the anxiety things, I've been hospitalized for it. I thought I was having heart attacks. I jumped into a lake on the way home from Wildwood one time. Lake anxiety. I have anxiety. It's crushing. Oh my God, is it crushing. I don't need a fucking mutt to be in my pocketbook. I don't need a mutt. I don't need to be bringing a dog with me. Dog people, fuck you. Not people that like dogs, okay? Again. There's a distinction. There's dog people, and there's people who like dogs. They are very different people. And uh, I, and the other thing is people understand like, well, Fran, how can you say all this stuff about dogs? Do you understand that a dog took a piece of my leg, he bit a piece of my leg off, and walked away and chewed it in front of me, okay? So sorry, I don't, I like dogs. They're dogs, they're canines, they're capable of horrific things, and we're tired of it. I mean, you, you get a Wawa trying to get a goddamn hoagie and little choo-choo shits on your shoe. I mean, we don't need it. Dog people, go fuck yourselves. Guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'm getting close to a half hour here. Uh, like I said, I'm really struggling right now. I'm in a dark place. I just went to two bachelor parties in a row. Um, a lot of people were saying, where the fuck's the podcast? Well, here it is, asshole. I'm going to probably take some melatonin. I'm going to get some Chinese food. I'm going to watch Everybody Loves Raymond, and I'm going to cry. That's what's going to happen here, and that's what's going to go down. Welcome back. Season 1, Episode 8 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. That's the end of the episode. Good God, I'm going to sleep. Love yous.